Hi, welcome to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. In this podcast, we'll be discussing self-care routines, mindset practices, and mindfulness habits. We'll combat the stigma around mental health in order to create a safe and open community for people to connect and not feel alone. Focus on your mindset rather than your situation. It's a game changer. Grow your mindset and look how far you'll go. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. Happy Mindful Monday. Where the heck did September go? Like, honestly, it's already almost October. And please hold, I have to lower my chair. I am in the Growth Mindset Guys um, room right now, his office, because he is reorganizing our kitchen right now and he is blasting JT and I'm here for it. I was jamming out while I was doing my lesson plans. I'm recording this on Sunday. But I was like, oh, well, I got to go record my podcast for my Growth Mindset gang. They can't be having JT in the background, even though JT is amazing. Even though recently with the whole Britney situation, his personality and choices have not been amazing, but music has been quite the vibe. And we're talking like early 2000s, JT. So we were vibing. Then I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta go do a podcast. And I was like, can I please go and use like your office? And he's like, yeah. So I'm sitting in this huge like gamer office chair and it's like really high up. So I had to swoop, lower it. So that was a nice rant I just had. I hope you guys are having a wonderful last week of September. It is fall. Thank goodness I'm done sweating. I'm here for the fall. I got all my cute fall clothes ready to go. You guys know what's up. Got the pumpkin spice lattes and pumpkin cream cold brews on the ready. I am so pumped and ready for fall. And I love, I always love the changing of seasons. Even if it's like, you know, fall to winter, just a transition of seasons. It's just, it's a fresh start for your mindset. So so sometimes you need like, hmm, what's a great time to reset my mindset? Seasonal transition. And the weather in New York has been absolutely beautiful. And I'm taking in all of the wonderful sunshine and cool weather. I am pretty much almost moved into Nate's apartment. Quick little life update. I finished my first full week of school in a really long time because last school year we went in four days a week and we had remote Mondays. Um, And the first week of school last week was only four days. So this was the first Monday through Friday week of school I've had in a very long time. And I survived. We made it. We're here. It's Sunday. And I'm here recording this wonderful podcast for you guys. And before we get into the depths of this episode, I wanted to remind you guys of the wonderful donations that are in my show notes. The first donation is for the growth mindset guy, my boyfriend, Nate, bike to the beach on Long Island. He's riding, bike riding, 50 miles across Long Island to help fundraise money for people with autism and severe disabilities. 
The link for that donation is in my show notes and also in my Instagram bio going towards an amazing cause. The other link that's in my show notes and Instagram bio is having a backpack for kids, donating your money towards school supplies so kids have enough school supplies to go and enjoy their learning. Also, as we are shifting into the colder weather, your skin it's feeling a little bit more dry. I felt that today, that much humidity in the air and my skin was drying up. So I'm here to share with you guys a wonderful Arbon product, the skincare routine that I've been using since March, the Age Well Skincare Set from Arbon. It is super amazing, vegan, all natural ingredients. It's a wonderful few step skincare routine that has completely transformed my skin. And it makes my skin feel super hydrated, ready to go. It's anti-aging. It's vegan retinol because I know some skin types are super allergic to retinol. It's vegan retinol and has helped my skin heal itself from a little bit of sun damage, a little bit of aging. And it's keeping me looking youthful. I'm not going to lie. People think I'm 18. I've gotten those compliments before. I'm just saying. It could be my jeans, but maybe it's Arbonne. What is it? Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Arbonne, right? It's, it's Arbonne, maybe a little bit of both. But if you are looking for a wonderful new skincare routine, the Arbonne Age Well and Arbonne, the Brighten Up set as well. That's what my sister uses to help brighten up the tone of your skin. Amazing. I did use a little bit of uh, the maybe it's Maybelline trademark there. So, you know, no ads or anything like that. But it is an amazing skincare set. And if you need a little lighten up in your skincare routine, totally and completely worth it. Now, I have an amazing, amazing shout out for an Instagram account y'all should follow. The account is Coach Ed LA. It is Edna Mendez. She's a personal coach. She is literally amazing. She helps women and toxic relationships and invest time in yourself. Coach Edna, who's also really great friends with Mia Gill, who I had on a guest on a previous podcast episode. She is amazing. She makes content that will uplift your spirits and get you out of your own head. So if you're looking for a mentor or a life coach, Edna, she could be the one for you. Her spirit and just knowledge and confidence is really an amazing and unique feature that I don't really see sometimes a lot on social media. She's so genuine. She really just wants to be here to help everyone. So if you're in need of some amazing content or an amazing live coach, look up Edna Mendez. I'm going to put her account in the show notes. Okay, friends. So you know, the next part of the episode, it is the quote from the Doing Well Daily Journal. And if you guys are interested, you know, the Doing Well Daily uh, Instagram and website. If you want to purchase one of these amazing planners is in my show notes. She also just came out with um, a guy version of the Doing Well Daily Journal. So if you have any men in your life that are all about planners, you should look that up as well. Today's quote is, let your words make an impact. I feel like that's just my life story at this point. Let your words make an impact. Words have such power over us, it's insane. The words we say to yourself, the words we hear from others, the words we hear from social media, 
it has an immense value and impact on our lives. And I think sometimes we forget that, that we're just like, oh, you know, I didn't mean what I said, or, you know, I was just kidding. And, you know, you're taking what I said so seriously, but words have impact. Okay. Words leave scars on people or words can help people get out of their darkest times. And we need to start making our language and our words and taking it more seriously. And I think obviously, well, having a podcast and being a teacher, I take the words that I say very seriously. And I really take into account what my words can have an influence on people, my growth mindset gang, my students, my friends, my family, uh, my, the growth mindset guy, Nate, my words have an impact. And I'm really learning that in my 20s that I really need to be careful of what I say and how I say it. Because sometimes you could say something that's not so bad, but the tone of how you say it could also leave an impact. And the way humans communicate the most frequently is talking. And why not use that valuable ability we have as communicating verbally and using it for good? There's so many ways that we can make someone's day by simply saying something nice, right? Being nice to someone, being kind to someone, complimenting them on their outfit, saying how much of a hard worker they are, how much they mean to you. It can make someone's day, especially me. I'm a words of affirmation gal, love language here. So my words of affirmation people, or if you know someone that's words of affirmation, words can change the day. I could be in a really awful mood and someone just tells me, hey, like I see you and you're doing an amazing job. And I'm like, oh, the cloud, the dark cloud is gone. And now my day can get better. So if you guys are listening today, well, you are because you are listening, you know, (laughs) whether you're working out, you're cleaning, you're in your car, what's up, take a minute and realize that the words you say to people have an impact. So maybe if you're going to work, if you're going to school, if you're going to someone's house to hang out with them, if you're going to the store, use your words for good and be kind, okay? Especially be kind to the workers out there, especially retail and grocery store workers. I've been going to stores and, you know, things like that. And the words that are being exchanged between a cashier and a customer and the customer has just been frequently very nasty. And I just, why use words for nasty things? So if you're going to a retail store, you're going to a grocery store, just use your words and leave an impact on an employee that's been working there for their long shift. And maybe they're having an eh shift and maybe you just being nice to them and being a kind customer can really make their day. So make sure that you use your ability to verbalize in a positive and impactful way. I know some days we're tired. I know some days we're aggravated. I know some days we're frustrated or some days we're sad and we feel hopeless. But here's where what me and I actually talked about is emotional intelligence, where your emotions need to be intact and understand your reactions and how you interact with people really matter and make a difference. And most of the time, how you interact with people is speaking to them. So please, please, please use your verbalization for positivity and kindness. (music) 
So for the next portion of this episode, I'm going to be reading one of my blogs off of medium.com. The links for my blogs on Medium are linked in my bio on Instagram. This episode is all about your mindset and your body image. And I know a lot of us had interesting relationships with our bodies due to the pandemic. So I'm going to read to you guys a blog post that I wrote about body image during the pandemic. And then afterwards, I'm going to discuss a little bit more deeply into the process of mindset and body image. And I hope you guys enjoy this blog. Being body neutral during the pandemic. As the coronavirus swept across the nation, businesses, schools, restaurants, and gyms closed their doors. When the lockdown first occurred, we were told it would only last two weeks to slow down the spread. Once the virus would be under control, it would be back to business as usual. Unfortunately, the world watched as daily death tolls were rising. Every two weeks, the government would add another two weeks to the lockdown. Flatten the curve became the daily slogan of safety. We all began to realize that quarantine would be our new normal. And the date of lockdown freedom was to be determined. People would work from home, which led to sitting for hours staring at a computer screen. The commute calorie burn was stagnant because everyone's commute was from the bed to the couch. People began to eat out of boredom and stress. Fear of this unknown virus took a toll on people's mental health. The task of going to the grocery store became a frightening thought. People began to use takeout as their food source. With gyms being closed, many of us slowed down on our workouts. Our mindset also derailed many people from their exercise routines. For some, the lockdown encouraged the complete opposite, and people began to work out at home as a stress reliever. A new slogan was also being spread across social media known as the Quarantine 15. People were gaining weight from stress eating and drinking. Restaurants were closed, but liquor stores were considered essential. Add that on to being stagnant, most of the day led to some people losing their muscle tone and gaining pounds. I made an effort not to head down that road. After virtually teaching all day, I would head up to my room and complete a 30-minute workout on the fitness app called FitOn. I highly recommend. I used these workouts to pump out all my anxiety from the workday. Since I had no free weights at home, I completed my high-intensity bodyweight workouts. I even began taking 25-minute walks outside while listening to podcasts once the weather came around. After a while, I began to loathe those exercise routines. I love lifting weights and toning muscle. The HIIT workouts were not doing it for me anymore. I could slowly feel myself losing tone, so I bought 10 pound weights to complete some strength workouts. I even bought a bike to switch up my workout routine. My body, though, was not changing for the better. I never realized how many calories I would burn from an hour and a half commute and teaching all day. Then after all that movement, I would work out. So I was expanding massive amounts of energy every day without even considering it. During the lockdown, I would not even reach half the amount of steps I usually would, even with workouts. My body was at a standstill. Yes, I gained a little weight and it was discouraging. I tried to stay positive about my body, but recently it has broken my self-esteem. I'm frustrated because I can't control this transition of my body. I'm simply not moving as much because I don't have the commute and I'm not standing all day teaching like I used to. I cannot replicate that that movement at home. 
I have healthy eating habits and work out an hour a day and yet my body wasn't responding. I didn't want to be negative towards my body either because that wouldn't help the situation. So as I was scrolling through social media, one day I started seeing a mindset of body neutrality. I was puzzled about what that meant because all you hear is body positivity or body shaming. What on earth was body neutrality? And how do I master it? I began to follow Instagram accounts that promoted this mentality and listened to what these amazing women had to say. The goal was that this new way of thinking to focus on strength of your body rather than the appearance. Kat Nichols from Happily Magazine describes it as, the idea behind body neutrality is to help us steer away from self-hate without the pressure of having to love our body. Instead, it's about working towards a place where we respect our bodies and don't give too much energy to the positive or negative thoughts about it. With those wise words in the back of my mind, I tried to shift on how I would perceive my body. Yes, I do not love my body. I obtained from this lockdown, but I should appreciate what it does for me. I'm healthy. I wake up every morning and ride my bike 4.5 miles. After that, I'm able to complete a 30-minute strength exercise in my backyard in the sweltering summer heat. My weight should not determine my worth. My body can complete amazing tasks every day. Using body neutrality to guide my thoughts, my frustration has simmered down. I encourage myself to be excited about my workouts and appreciate how I felt afterwards. That feeling after a great workout cannot be matched. You feel like you can take on the world. I also try to meditate for five minutes after the workout to bring my mind into a state of gratitude. My body is not at its peak, but it can still do hard things. So show yourself some grace. Appreciate what, you, what your body can do for you rather than how it looks. Be Switzerland and stay neutral. Again, I hope you guys enjoyed that blog post on medium.com and all of my blogs are again are in my bio on my Instagram. Not gonna lie though, I've kind of fell off the blog game because I've just been so busy with, you know, school and extra credit classes for my teaching career and the podcast. And I really need to find time to get back to it. That was just my side note of me talking out loud to myself because I really enjoyed writing those blogs and, you know, I got a lot of good responses and helping people. So I think I'm going to get back on that bandwagon of writing blogs. So anyways, so I wrote that um, the summer of 2020. So last summer and mindset and body image has been a very love, hate and difficult relationship for myself throughout my entire life. So just to give you a paralysis, if that's a word, I think I just made that up. Um, or just a setup of my body image is I'm 5'3 and I've been playing sports since I was about four years old, but I also love pasta. Okay. That's like the stats you need to know. <laughs> and I enjoy eating food and I also enjoy working out and being healthy. And so my body is like that. She works out, but she eats tacos kind of feel. And that's always been my body. I've never been skinny, skinny. And 
it took a toll on my mindset with my body image because being in the athletic world, I, my body type wasn't necessarily like, oh, like she's an athlete. It's like she's in shape and she works out, but is she an athlete? Is she athletic? And so I really struggled with my body image. And I'm a little meatball. I'm a little nugget. Uh, so, you know, I got them thighs and I have muscle to me. So it was a lot to start really accepting how my body works. And um, my sister, she's a little taller than me, 5'7". So we could be the same weight, but her weight looks different on her because she's taller than me. And also being on a volleyball team where there's a lot of tall, skinny, you know, teammates was also took took a lot of a toll on my mindset. And I would never understand of, you know, I'm eating healthy and I'm working out. How come I don't look like them? And then you learn about this thing called metabolism. And my metabolism is as slow as molasses because even when I was in college playing volleyball, like my tip top shape, I was still not a skinny mini at all. I was healthy and I was in shape and I was strong, but I was never a skinny, skinny mini. And like, it took everything in me to wear crop tops. It took everything in me, you know, to wear tight dresses and things like that, where it seemed for people around me that came with ease, like, oh, this is what I wear. This is what I always wear. And it took so much, you know, thought process for me to actually like, be like, yeah, I'm going to go out and, you know, in public and wear a crop top or a tie dress or whatever that it is. And I hated that. I hated it. I was like, why is this so difficult? Like, why does it need to be difficult for me? But my friends can, you know, eat a bag of chips and a donut and it, you don't see it on them. But I like smell a cookie and I gain five pounds. You know what I'm saying? You feel me on that one? And it was, it's always been very frustrating because I am an athlete. I've played soccer, softball, basketball, volleyball, all the sports. And even now, as I am no longer in the athletic field, I still work out three to four times a week. I eat relatively healthy, you know, intuitive eating. And yet, it's still not there. And I've really come into accepting this is how my body is. And especially during the pandemic where everything slowed down and I couldn't even go to the gym, um, which was a huge like stress reliever for me to go to the gym as well, like mentality and physicality. And so when I only had to work out at home with barely any weights, it was terrible and tormenting for me. And, you know, I would do well over 10,000 steps, you know, with my commute and teaching all day, constantly standing, walking to the train you know, I would put in a lot of, you know, calorie or put out a lot of calories. And I didn't realize that's just my normal movement throughout the day. And it was so frustrating that the weight wasn't coming off. And I'm just like, I'm drinking smoothies, you know, I'm having, you know, all the good foods as much as I can. And I want to be healthy. And, you know, I'll indulge in sweets once in a while, you know, treat yourself because, you know, I'm a human. But I, I felt my body losing tone. That was like the huge thing for me because I love lifting weights. And I, in the mirror, would see over time when we were in the lockdown and we couldn't even go to the gym, 
losing muscle mass and tone and my athletic look, if you will. And it really took a toll on my self-esteem and mentality. And it was, it was really frustrating too, because I couldn't, that's not, I couldn't control that because I can't control a pandemic closing down gyms. You know what I mean? And closing down everything. Who would have thought? I can't control that. And so I couldn't really do anything about it besides, you know, eating healthy and, you know, exercising to the best of my abilities of what equipment I had with me. And I was just like really down on myself and was getting very frustrated. And then, like I said in the blog, all of a sudden I saw this like um, post about body neutrality. So everyone's like, love your body, like the body positivity, which is great. But there's a, this body neutrality business of like appreciating what your body does for you rather than what it looks like was like such a game changer for me because body positivity just like was not relatable to me because like, let's be honest, like some days we really like the way we look and sometimes we really don't like the way we look. Like that's just normal. That's just normal human emotions, if you will. And I couldn't get on the bandwagon of body positivity because there's some days where I just don't love my body and, you know, love the way it looks, if you will. And then all of a sudden I saw body neutrality and it's not focusing on what your body looks like, but appreciating what your body does for you. And I was like, whoa, what a cool concept. And it took, it took me a second. I was like, wow, if you know, Allie, you think about it, you may have gained a couple of pounds just for being stagnant with something you can't control. But like in the midst of a pandemic, you were healthy. Like that was like the the cornerstone for me. I was like, wow. Like, yeah, is my body where I want it to be? No. But during the midst of a global pandemic where countries were shutting down and people were being hospitalized with a virus that no one knew what was going on with and my body was there for me and I was healthy. Like I should be on my knees, like, giving such gratitude to my body. And ever since that moment, I w- that's kind of where I've been at most of my days. It's just body neutrality and just being grateful and appreciative of what my body lets me do. Like I'm able to do things. That's another thing with body neutrality is like you understand you're grateful for what your body allows you to do. So I feel like body positivity and body shaming is very focused on the aesthetic of your body, the looks of your body, where I see like there's just so much more than what your body provides to you rather than how you look in clothes. And so with body neutrality, you start to realize what you're able to do. Like I'm able to, you know, go to the gym and do hard workouts. I'm able to, you know, walk and go on hikes. My body allows me to get up and stretch and go for runs and ride my bike and walk to, you know, stores with my friends and, and, you know, be healthy. And my body is self-sufficient, right? That's also something we forget when we're so, you know, hypersensitive to how our body looks we forget what our body, the gifts our body allows us, that we're, our bodies are self-sufficient, 
right? So the next time you're looking in the mirror and you sit down and you see your roles, um, remember that your body is taking care of itself. That if you are, you know, able, if your body is able to be self-sufficient, be grateful for that. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't have self-sufficient bodies and they do need and they require machines to help them live. And even that, their bodies are still kicking it. Their bodies are still so strong and getting them through, even if they do need some assistance from a machine. Your body's still there doing the work for you. Machines or self-sufficient, whatever it is. If you're alive and breathing right now, your body's doing so much work for you and giving you an opportunity of the human experience of life. And I think what happens is, you know, us being humans, the way we are, and our consciousness, if you if you will, is we're so sucked into, I think it's like the second or third stream of consciousness. There's like seven streams of consciousness. If you want to Google that, I think I might do an episode on it. It's really cool of like the different streams of consciousness, where stream of consciousness number one is like sur- just survival mentality, like very um, primal instincts. And then I think the second stream of mentality, I could be totally wrong right now, is like the the crowd mentality where you just kind of like follow the crowd of what everybody likes and you do what you got to do. And then the third stream of consciousness is like you understand that there's like, you know, problems in the system, but you still just it doesn't affect you. So you just like keep going. Like it's a whole thing. I'll do a whole um, episode on it because it's really interesting. But I feel like a lot of us with our body image is in that second stream of consciousness where we're so focused on what like how we look in the mirror and photos, social media. And that's all our worth is, is if we're good looking or not. And if our body looks nice in a bathing suit or not, or jeans or whatever that it is. And especially for us millennials, like we, we grew up in the generation, like the early 2000s, like late 90s, early 2000s and like 90s in general. I'm a late millennial. So I'm a 94 millennial. Um, and my childhood, I grew up seeing celebrities, like your body was the clothing where you barely were like, you had those low rise jeans. Can those never come back, by the way, low rise jeans and like those little tops. And your stomach was like the, the clothing, like the accessory, like your body was up for show rather than the clothes being for show. Your body was for show. And I grew up and I could never wear those things. And I always thought to myself, because I didn't look like, you know, let me try and even think like, you know, Christina Aguilera or Britney Spears, Cameron Diaz, Lindsay Lohan. I know those are like a lot of, those are just the names that came to my head because I'm just envisioning like tabloid pictures of them. I didn't look like that. This tall, skinny girls that can just wear such low jeans that that was just not a thing that my body could do. And so I thought for a long, a really long time that, you know, if you didn't look like that, what you saw in the magazines, you weren't desirable, you weren't lovable. Um, And, you know, people wouldn't find you attractive if that's not what you look like. And I'm really proud of how far like the fashion industry has gone to bring in now more relatable and diverse models with different body types and everything. Because representation and your body type completely matters. 
And so I wish like I grew up with like, you know, Ashley Graham, like in the magazines and, you know, amazing women like her, because I would be like, yeah, like I'm an amazing woman too. Now I know that, you know, at 27, you know, I'm figuring this out now, but I wish I knew it a little bit sooner. And I wish I remember in high school, like when I finally got to, got to, I could wear a bikini really whenever I wanted, but when my consciousness or my self-esteem finally allowed me to be more confident to wear a bikini, like at the beach, like that was like such a huge deal. I remember too, I'd be walking in uh, schools, hallway in high school. And if I wore something that I thought was like a little tight, I would literally walk in the hallways and suck in my stomach, suck in my stomach. Have y'all done that? I thought about that the other day. I was like, oh my God, you walked around and sucked in your stomach because you're like afraid people will, people would think in the outfit that you wore. And your body image has like such a wild, wild impact on your mindset. And now that I'm in my late 20s, and I'm really glad these like high-waisted jeans and like the relaxed fit jeans are in play. Those are a vibe. That I'm realizing that what a waste of self-confidence all those things was because my my stomach isn't completely flat. Like that's like the that's like the quote unquote the problem area. Like every woman has one where I love my legs and I love my arms. Um but my stomach was always like the, the trouble spot. And I could never, it was never like a flat stomach. And I don't think to this day I'll ever get a flat stomach. It's just my metabolism, my body type. And I'm fine with that now. You know, I'm in shape and I'm healthy. Um, I don't have a six pack. <laughs> I mean, sorry. And, you know, it's it's wild how much your the way you perceive your body can take a toll on how you value yourself. And I remember um, the growth mindset guy, Nate, he, my boyfriend, hey, he told me his um, your favorite, like, you know, when you ask people like, oh, like, what's your favorite feature on a woman? And he said like stomach. And I was like, stomach. And I was like, oh no, but I hate that. That's like my worst part. Like, what about my eyes and my smile? You know what I mean? And he was like, no, 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 like your stomach. And I remember when we first started, you know, um, dating and he would like hug me and he'd put his arms around like my stomach and I would like, you know, flinch a little bit because I was so like self-conscious of it. And I'm now I'm thinking back and I was like, what? Like, why? Like I'm a human being. Like we're we're all human beings. And we all have different body types. And learning to focus more on the health of your body and what you can do with your body, your body's ability is so much more crucial to the life than what your body looks like. Also, the thing I learned too, which is also super important, is find clothes that make you feel good. Don't just wear things because everyone's wearing them. Wear clothes that you feel good in. And that's also helped me a lot with my self-esteem, that wearing jeans that fit my body correctly because everyone's like you know they're so worried about the size of their jeans listen if you need to go up in a size of jeans but you feel amazing in them buy the pair of jeans that's a size up you know every store you go to anyways ladies the sizes are different anyways the size does done it doesn't matter everything's made up and the size don't matter 
wear clothes that make you feel good and appreciate that your body wakes you up every morning, that you're able to go do your morning routine, go to work, make that money, have a wonderful time with your friends and family, and be healthy. Especially during a time of a pandemic, if you're sitting here listening, hello, you should just thank your body right now. You're alive and kicking, doing your thing, drinking your matcha tea. Like, I'm so, 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 like, I apologize to my body so many times for how I used to be so mean to her, so mean, and I would hate her, and I would wish she was someone else, and then I'm like, but she does so much for me. She's always has, and, you know, my body has got me through all my wonderful days and all my terrible days. My body is still here. I'm still talking to you, and realize that The way you look does not determine your worth. You have so much to offer to this world and you're worried about how you look when you're sitting. You ever see that that, um, statue of Aphrodite who's really the goddess of love and desire? That statue, she's sitting there, she has roles. And so you're telling me you're worried Listen, I've been there. I used to suck in my stomach as I walked. Can you believe that we are we have so much amazing ideas and emotions and creations to offer to this world and we're worried about walking down the hallway sucking in our stomachs? Like people. How how do we how did we get here? Like it really amazes me how we got there. How we got there. Here's also a funny side story. So I got new jeans from Old Navy. That's where I always get my jeans. They're my favorite. I got them on sale. It was great. I got two pairs of jeans. They are the OG straight jeans from Old Navy. So they're like, you know, they have a little relaxed fit. I'm here for it. High-waisted, very vibes. And I try on the first pair of jeans. And you know when they're like they're fresh pairs of jeans or like they're also fresh out of the wash. They're a little tight. I do a little wiggle. And I put on the pair of jeans and the zipper wouldn't go up. And I'm also, I was getting ready for my friend's party. So I'm trying to look cute with new pair of jeans. And I couldn't get the zipper up. I was freaking out, you guys. I was like, how, how is this happening? Like, this is my size. Like, what's going on? I was like, I was like doing like the Grinch thing where it's like, that's it. I'm not going. Like it, I literally was so upset that the zipper wouldn't go up. And then I took, I took the jeans off. I look at the zipper. Zipper's broken. It was a zipper malfunction, like a design malfunction. It wasn't me. But I immediately, the minute I couldn't zipper it, I was like, oh, this is my fault. Did I gain weight? Da, da, da. Like, you know, all the things that go through your mind when the jeans don't fit. And I couldn't zipper them up. The zipper was broken. That's all that it was. The zipper was broken. Because you guess what? The other pair of jeans put them on, zipped right up. And I was literally about to not go to a party for my friend because the jean zippers wouldn't work and I thought it was me. The anguish that took over my body. Why? Why? And then I thought about, I was like, who cares if the jeans don't fit? I'll just go up a size. 
hello it's it's crazy it really is how much your the way you perceive your body can totally change like your mind in a second like i was in a good mood ready to you know get ready have fun and then the jeans didn't fit that i was like i'm i just we're gonna crawl under a rock now growth mindset gang you guys are all so amazing that you shouldn't let how you perceive your body stop you from whatever you want to do. I like I remember in middle school and high school I would not be friends with certain people because I was afraid that they would judge me for my body type. I would like literally like hate them before they hate me sort of deal. And here's the thing. I want you to take care of your body. So I need you to do the things that take care of your body. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a dietitian. I'm not a doctor. So I'm just saying, I'm not saying how to take care of your body. I'm just saying to take care of your body, whatever outlet or foods that that entails, that's up to you. I just want you guys to be healthy and happy and appreciate how your body helps you live. And now some days are better than others. There are some days like that gene moment where I was like, oh God, I'm disgusting. Right? That whole thing. And then afterwards I was like, oh, Allie, you know, like I put on the other pair of jeans zipped right up and the outfit was fuego. And I was like, look at this queen in the mirror. That's what I should always say to myself. That's what you should always say to yourself. Look at that fly, wonderful, amazing person in that mirror. You really should. I really should do it more. Because at the end of the day, we are all human. And our weight fluctuates. It really does. That's life, that your weight will fluctuate with age and activity. And medications can also, you know, have um, interference with, you know, your metabolism and things like that. Things happen. And you need to just look at your body and say, I'm sorry, and I love you. I appreciate you. You should do that after you listen to this. Go, Go in the mirror, sit down or stand up, say to your body, I'm sorry, I love you, and I appreciate you. And all of a sudden, I just got like chills. My body's like, thank you. Because it does so much. Even when you're sleeping, your body's working for you. And unfortunately, I think people finally realize how great their body was when their body's no longer working for them anymore. I feel like that's most relationships in general. Like you take advantage of the person. And then when they're finally not doing it anymore, whatever you're taking advantage of, you're like, oh, now, oh my God, I should have been more grateful. That's for your body too. It really is. You are a magical, wonderful, strong human being that's here to make a difference in this world. You shouldn't be worried that when you sit, you have a little pouch. You know what I mean? There's there's more to life than that. And I know how difficult it is. I know the, the times of anxiety and nervousness around body image and clothing. I would cry in fitting rooms when things wouldn't fit. I would, you know... We all go through it and that's okay to cry in fitting rooms. Like, you know, sometimes you just got to let it out. 
but you know what? I, I wish I can go back and tell that girl that's crying in the fitting room saying that it's not you. Just go up a jean size. I remember it was JC Penney's. I was like 11 and they, they were pants with like the little sparkles on like the back pockets back when those were a thing. And I really loved them. And I think they were the only pair left. And I really, really wanted them. And I really wanted to fit. I think it was maybe a size lower than my actual size, but I was like, let me just try and fit into it. I couldn't get them past my thighs. And I was so sad that I couldn't get them because I wasn't skinny enough to get the size below it that I usually wear. And I just want to tell her like, those jeans were not for you. They weren't even cute anyways. They were cute for a season. The way like we let clothes dictate, like the way clothes fit dictate our worth is insane. Because who wears who wears jeans with sparkle pockets anymore? They're not even relevant. And there I was crying in a dressing room in JCPenney's. My body, we've been through a lot. But, I mean, it did take till my late 20s, but I appreciate her. I love her. We have our good and our bad days. It's not really her, though. It's mostly me. And my mindset deteriorating or my mindset bringing back the confidence. Your bodies are here to work keep you alive, make sure you're safe, surviving, thriving, making sure your bodies are doing the work so you can do the work that you're here to do, that you're meant to do on this earth. Please say thank you, be grateful to your body, the abilities that your body gives you, that you're allowed to do. Eat the food that you want and be healthy. Sometimes maybe splurge, you know. Everyone loves a nice cookie, cheesecake, you know, special occasion. Don't dictate your life over the food that you're eating. Be mindful of it, right? But don't let it change, like, your whole entire scenario of an event. One day is not going to ruin everything. Make sure you're moving that wonderful body of yours. Going on walks, going on hikes, riding your bike, working out, whatever you got to do. Don't be stagnant. Move that body. Just even if it's 30 minutes a day, many people have said just 30 minutes a day can make such a difference. Take care of it. Right? Nourish it. Take care of your mind. Nourish it. Because your body and mind are simpatico. Okay. If your mind's feeling good, your body's feeling good, right? If your body's feeling good, your mind's feeling good. If they're both not feeling good, it's not a good day. Okay. So when you get a chance for your, for your me time, give thanks to your body, give thanks to your mind and know that you bring such gifts to this world. Your body is allowing you to bring those gifts to this world. Your mind is providing those gifts to this world. And if you're feeling down about your confidence, write down in a journal, take out a piece of paper 
and write down all the things your body lets you do. Your body lets you dance. Your body lets you drive your favorite car. Your body lets you go on your favorite rides. Your body allows you to hold your favorite book and read it. Your body allows you to listen to your favorite music, sing your favorite song, eat your favorite food. Write all that stuff down if you're feeling low about your body one day. And then you realize, wow, my body is great and it does so much for me. That's body neutrality. And we know every day is not going to be a pretty day. But we know that we're always going to appreciate all the days our body gives us. Because we ain't here forever. Our bodies aren't going to work forever. Be grateful for it now. If your mind is feeling some type of way about your body, right? Maybe you should go move the body. (laughs) Maybe you're getting a little stagnant, right? And maybe it's time to go for like a nice walk, right? And just remember that everyone at some point in their life had body image issues. We all do. We all cry in the JCPenney's fitting rooms. We've all been there. You're not alone. And you and your body are amazing. Hi, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please make sure to rate and subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Spotify. Leave a review on Podchasers. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Thank you.